Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back once again with another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your favorite football team, the Houston Texans, every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. John, some sports guy Hickman, you're a Locked On Texans podcast uh, uh, analyst and happy to be back with you guys after unfortunately missing a day uh, yesterday. Uh, we had a lot of difficulties with our sound. However, you guys are not here for that, of course. You're here to discuss uh, what the Houston Texans have in the future because of the groundwork they're laying currently in regards to a lot of different things. Uh, the news surrounding the Houston Texans hasn't been all bad. Houston has completed its interviews, which included Matt Eberflus and maybe the one man that can help smooth this situation with Houston and Deshaun Watson out. Eric Bieniemy also got his interview as well on Monday. So we will look at the coaching search. Is it Eric Bieniemy to lose at this point, or is there another one of these candidates that just simply makes more sense? Cody and I understand that the pressure Nick Casario is under right now, but uh, maybe the Texans waiting for the head coaching search was for the best. So we're going to talk about that as well. Then, of course, the Watson trade rumors. But uh, before we get to the reason you're here today, today's episode is brought to you by Billboard.co. Go to Billboard.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20 percent off your next order. So, Cody, if you don't mind, let me go ahead and jump out on things. Eric Bieniemy was interviewed on Monday by the Houston Texans. Uh, right now, the move by Houston, uh, one of those no-brainers to reach out and get that interview. Like, they were kind of put into a corner where they absolutely had to uh, reach out to him because of the issues uh, that has been transpiring, transpiring with, with Deshaun Watson. Uh, but it seems like he had a great interview from what we are hearing. Uh, he also had an interview set with the Eagles as well. So uh, he is a hot commodity for those teams that are needing a head coach right now. Uh, Bienemy also has praises coming from across the league, like Andy Reid, who's vouched for him before. Uh, among, uh, among those are other players as well. Uh, Texans also interviewed Baltimore Ravens assistant head coach receivers passing game coordinator David Cully on Monday. Uh, they had previously interviewed Bill's defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier, former Rams defensive coordinator, uh, Brandon Staley, who was actually hired for the Chargers position, uh, coach defensive coordinator, Matt Eberflitz, Panthers offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, and former coach and lion coach, Jim Caldwell, as well as former Bengals coach, Marvin Lewis. So that's what Houston has been doing in regards to the head coaching search. But, you know, if Eric Bieniemy is hired, I'm interested in the terms of his deal. Uh, how much roster control will he have, his influence during the free agency uh, period? And, and that itself would be difficult and challenging due to the owner not understanding how much of his lies and, and promises that were not kept with one of the most likable leaders in the NFL uh, was made too public. So other players will I'll be looking at that situation in terms of how much money the Houston Texans have for this offseason and the owner is probably just the most unlikable, uh, unwanting to play for owners in the league right now. Right. Uh, but furthermore, what would he do with current roster players like uh, he and Casario should be uh, tied to the hip 
if Biennemi is the actual choice. And look, the verdict will still be out for both of them if the culture, if this coaching organization doesn't change. But understand this, guys, change comes with time. And so that also wants me to go back a little bit towards what I want out of this contract deal. Something that has the groundwork of time. Uh, also, I thought this would be fun. The uses of Kiki QT might be explosive. Now that there's a thought, right? Like, oh my God, is Kiki QT with Eric Bieniemy? What we've seen him use, uh, how we've seen him use McCole Hartman, uh, Robinson, and all those boys over in uh, Kansas City. But I am very interested in his coaching staff. Above all, this team has had Hall of Famers play on the team at once before. Uh, but there, there were moments where coaching cost them the game. The city is tired of that and that lame excuse. And you know how I feel about Mike Devlin. So uh, I'm not for hiring him just for the sake of, as I mentioned before on the show. I don't want him to be the black savior or the scapegoat if this doesn't work out immediately like Steve Wilkes in Arizona. I just want him to have a real opportunity to make a splash and that change. And, you know, John, like I mentioned before, I do believe that if they go with Airbnb enemy, it's going to be the fact that he is good enough to make that change that this organization needs. And, you know, I, I hate to bring this up given the given everything that's going on with this organization and Deshaun Watson. And we're going to get into that drama a little bit later on in the show. But what I do want to say is, as you mentioned, Airbnb had a really good interview. Um, and actually, the Texans are the first team to actually come out and say that Bienemy had a good interview. Because remember, a couple of weeks ago, they were saying that Bienemy is, is not a good interviewee, which I didn't understand. How can someone who has years of experience not be good at telling the organization why he is a good fit to become your next head coach? Um, but that's a whole nother problem for a whole nother topic. However, what I did like, and I really hope the Texans do give if not be enemy, the head coach, the chance, because this is something that Eric enemy is big on to have some type of say so in his roster. And I think that's really big. And I do believe no matter the sport, no matter the league, that a coach should have some type of say so in who the general manager bring on their roster, because at the end of the day, if they are the head coach, they know which players fit well for their coaching system in order to be successful on the field. and. This is part of the reason why I do believe it's a little bit crazy into why coaches do not make a good head coach and general manager role. And as we saw, the Houston Texans fail big time with their experience with Bill O'Brien as being the head coach and the general manager. However, if a head coach can have somewhat of a say-so, I don't think it's going to be a problem. However, before moving on, if the next head coach isn't Eric Bieniemy, I would like to see Leslie Frazier get, get an opportunity to be the Texans' next head coach. John, I know this is something that you are extremely big on, bringing a defensive-minded coach in to help this terrible defense that we have. And we saw what Frazier was able to do against the Baltimore Ravens over this past weekend. We saw the game plan that he drew up that contained Lamar Jackson and and part of the reason why the Buffalo Bills are being represented in the AFC championship. Absolutely. But like I mentioned, you know, I just don't want um, Airbnb or Leslie Frazier to be a black savior or a scapegoat. But and I'm not opposed against not hiring him. Right. Like if you feel like you can go a better way with somebody else that makes more football sense, do it. But don't do it just for the sake of 
You're one of a kind and so are your taxes. That's why TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts who are ready to listen to you, learn about your unique tax situation and help you get the best tax outcome. I know I'm going to them. I can't mess around this year, guys. But maybe you're moonlighting as a rideshare driver and have questions about what qualifies as a deduction. Maybe you want to talk to an expert to walk you through the process since most of your income last year came from freelance jobs. Or maybe you like to hand the whole tax filing process off to an expert while you perfect your banana bread recipe. Whether you want to file with the help of an expert or let an expert do the filing for you, TurboTax Live tax experts are here to help giving you the confidence you need that you are one of a kind. Uniquely, your taxes are done right. Intuit TurboTax Live. And let me tell you guys about 1010 from Blue Now. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring. Launching exclusively January 18th at bluenow.com, this exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches January 18th and you can preview it exclusively at bluenow.com. You know, if Houston felt Matt Eberflus, uh, and this is kind of piggybacking off where we left off in the last segment really quick, but if Houston felt Matt Eberflus, who was also on Watson's praise list, I mean, back in December 2nd, Watson called him a great coach. He continued to admire the coach's defense by saying uh, he's doing a heck of a job for that team. The guys are buying into his program and his system. Uh, but if he's a better choice, by all means, make that decision and stick with it. If you if, you, if the interview with Matt Eberflus was better than Eric Bieniemy's, if the interview if in the interview he mentioned the things that he wanted to do that makes more sense to maximize this team immediately, then make that decision but stick by it. Because Watson also commented on Eberflus January 14th. He mentioned that from what he'd heard about him, he's a great guy to play for. Of course, he's a defensive-minded head coach, and I think that'll help Tim Kelly, but we'll see. And there's a connection between Kelly and Watson that they have with one another after Kelly helped him this season, which was his best season since entering the league. Uh, and him being understanding that the defense made plenty of mistakes, didn't create turnovers, could use someone that can fix that So. But Cody, was it best for Houston to delay their coaching search for the two candidates that was mentioned until the Casario hiring? Without a doubt, yes. And I think that's what a lot of people fail to realize when you talk about the Houston Texans not originally interviewing Eric Enemy a couple weeks ago. And it's also part of the same reason why Matt Everflux actually declined his original invitation to be interviewed by the Houston Texans. They did not have a general manager. And out of all the chaos and all the stupidity that this organization has shown over the past 24 months, this might have been their smartest decision. Why? Because think about it, John. If it wasn't for Nick, you're looking at Airbnb, Matt, and all the rest of these guys going into a head coaching interview with Jack Easterby <laughs> and Cal McNair as your interviewers. No, no, hell no. The Houston Texans made a phenomenal decision by waiting until they hire not only a just a general manager, but a competent general manager as what we see in Nick. And before moving on, I do want to say there was a lot of backlash surrounding his hiring. And a lot of people, including you and I here on this show, 
we actually talked about Nick not being a great candidate only due to the fact that he came from the New England Patriots. And that is something that you and I, the listeners and multiple fans did not want to see the Houston Texans do. I don't want to give him too much credit right now because he is just starting his job. And of course he has a big task ahead of him in bringing in the Texans next head coach. However, I do want to say the fact that he was able to go out and schedule an interview with Matt Everfluck, the fact that he was able to go out and interview other great candidates like Leslie Frazier, like Airbnb, lets you know that this man is trying and he might not have been the general manager that we wanted to see in Houston, but given everything that's going on, especially with this situation with Deshaun Watson, he is definitely the general manager that the Houston Texans need. At least as of right now. At and least as not, of right now. That's why I said right I want to give clarify. him too much credit right now. But as of right now, I agree. I'm not going to stay on this point too long, but I agree that, you know, waiting was the best decision. And you know what? Simply to your point, I mean, there's nothing else for us to say, but do you want competent head coaches in the room with incompetence, right? And and I think that's a fair statement because we've seen a lot of incompetence. And so I, I think that, I think Casario has a plan. Um, and, you know, what I mentioned previously about Eric Bieniemy being a black savior or a scapegoat really largely is connected to the fact that we know Casario is interviewing Bienemy because of A, he is still the best candidate out there, at least from what we've seen, right? Uh, but B, and probably is more overall better than A, this is who your frustrated quarterback wants. And you don't want to go into a new situation trying to find a, a franchise quarterback when you already had one. Um, and I will say this. The likelihood of Eric Bieniemy taking this interview seriously uh, on his behalf doesn't seem high if he knows Deshaun won't be brought back into the fold. There's also a report that Deshaun was actually a part of the interview process for Eric Bieniemy. Now I don't know how much of that is true because, as we are, uh, as we alluded to earlier, we will talk about the trade rumors surrounding Deshaun Watson, but. You know, kudos to Casario for having his plan. We want him to see him stick it out, see it through. But, you know, Matt Eberflus is also a good candidate. Eric Bieniemy is a good candidate. Uh, they feel like they've interviewed good candidates, and only time can tell if this will actually be uh, if the next hire, which it looks like it will be Eric Bieniemy. The next hire for the Houston Texans will be a good candidate. Uh, only time will tell about that. Speaking of Eric Bieniemy, the Kansas City Chiefs are in the AFC Conference game. There's actually uh, Colin Cowherd. I caught the clip on Twitter. He believes that if Patrick Mahomes isn't ready to go for the game on Sunday, then the NFL should push the game back. And, I, and you know what? I honestly agree. I don't want to see. I don't want to see an opportunity missed or ruined for a dynasty, which is what no. I believe the Kansas City Chiefs can be. No, uh, because he's because he's not on the field. No. Uh, but if you feel if you if you say no, how about you take you some money and bet on that? Because you know there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. That's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus, guys. That's a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the action. And again, don't forget to use promo code Locked On 
to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts, NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson hosts Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective around the NFL covering all of the latest news and insight on every team and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every day with Peacock and Williamson Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. First, you know, uh, Cody, give me a moment, but <laughs> I'm sure you guys are tired of trying to uh, decode messages, but can media members stop overanalyzing Deshaun Watson tweet quotes? Please. I mean, everything does not need an article, though I guess tweeting lyrics and not responding to the Texans phone call uh, helped to get the enemy on the phone to possibly be the next head coach. Uh, but rumors are rumors. But Aaron Wilson reported that the chance Houston moving on from Deshaun Watson and vice versa is slim to none as of now, pending the head coaching, hiring, a hire and other things. But uh, is Watson going to be traded? That is a conversation that's been hot around uh, NFL news media sites uh, from ESPN to Fox, right? And, and we have to talk about it. Are the Jets, Miami, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Falcons, and everybody else that needs a quarterback in the running? Or is this all just some backwood smoke? Like, this is just smoke and mirrors coming from a backwood, and it's not really nothing there, you know, I'm very fascinated to see how this Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston situation is going to play out. Because at the end of the day, I truly do believe that Watson and his camp is just playing chess with the Houston Texans organization. And I say that because unlike what we have seen in the past from a player of Deshaun Watson's caliber, we are actually seeing Watson use his power into trying to get his organization to get their crop together. Once you started hearing reports that Deshaun Watson is unhappy, you started hearing reports that Watson might want a trade to Miami, a trade to the Jets, and, and a trade to the 49ers and all this other stuff. What did the Houston Texans start to do? They started bringing in the candidates that was actually on his head coaching list. And not only did they bring in the candidate, he was actually, at least what we know as of right now, was in the interview process with Eric Bieniemy. So, John and listeners, I want you guys to pay attention to this. As of right now, it seems like the Texans are in line to hire Eric Bieniemy. It's almost like it's his job to lose. Why in the hell will the Houston Texans make that known that they are nine times out of ten on the verge of hiring Bieniemy, who is not only endorsed by damn near everybody on the Houston Texans roster at this moment, but is also endorsed by Deshaun Watson. Hmm. So at the end of the day, I do believe that this is just a chess move and it's working. And if the Texans do not listen to Deshaun or if the Texans decide to go a different route that is displeasing to Watson, then yeah, maybe I could say, okay, these rumors are going to get a little bit more serious. I'm John some sports guy Hickman. <laughs> and that's, that's it. Like, you know, don't expect for him to be on the move anytime soon but i will say this man it really still kind of depends on the head coaching hire if houston wants to play hardball or if if they feel like there's a package out there if they can't come to uh terms with the situation and both sides can agree to move forward 
there's a package out there for Houston, and it makes sense for Houston. And remember, it has to make sense for Deshaun Watson. He has a no-trade clause. Adam Schefter called this an NBA type of situation because you may want to see me here because it works best for you, but does it work best for me? And, and <laughs> I love that type of power for the player because it seldomly comes around. But I am John Some Sports Guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.